I feel sorry for all those 1960s and 70s far-left radicals who were hoping that someday a magical socialist savior would suddenly appear and America would follow him blindly, becoming a socialist Marxist utopia. He'd be tall and dark and handsome with a scruffy beard and maybe he'd play the guitar and he'd be a hypnotic speaker and everyone would wear t-shirts with his name and picture on them. He'd be everything they ever hoped for. And his name would be Bernie? Are you kidding? Bernie Sanders, the white-haired, arm-waving, angry, shouting lunatic? True radicals everywhere are horrified, angry, stupefied, frightened, you name it. All because Bernie Sanders is looking more and more like he could be the Democrat nominee for president, the chosen one charged with the task of beating the terrible uber-capitalist President Donald Trump in the 2020 election. The true leader of the revolution was supposed to be handsome and inspirational like Bill Clinton or Barack Obama, or anyone but Bernie. I mean, this has been their plan since the 1968 Democrat National Convention in Chicago, their dream come true. But Bernie Sanders as the leader of this movement? Is it turning their utopian dream into a nightmare? Crazy Bernie? He's the chosen one? Are you kidding? How did this happen? Where is the handsome, charismatic Che Guevara? That's what the left was expecting. Instead, they get angry, shouting, deranged Bernie. They hoped that Bill Clinton would be the one who would lead the revolution. Wasn't he supposed to be one of them? But he betrayed them after less than two years. Instead of revolution, he gave them compromise with the terrible ogre Newt Gingrich. An even incremental movement towards revolution was put on hold, replaced by the era of small government and sex in the Oval Office. Bernie Sanders? The entire 60s radical movement ends with this guy? It wasn't supposed to be this way. Bill Ayers and Bernadette Dorn must be going nuts their man, Barack Obama, was supposed to be the leader who brought fundamental change to America. He just oozed charisma, but the time just wasn't right for revolution. He promised fundamental change, and he would have delivered it too, except the time just wasn't right. Instead of being a true revolutionary, he was sort of a windbag who didn't deliver much of anything. Sure, he liked dictators just as much as Bernie, he sat with Fidel's brother at a baseball game in Cuba, and he did the wave, didn't he? He made promises to Vladimir Putin, but the time was never just right. And he loved the mullahs in Iran, too. But he seemed to like the spotlight even better. And now, he really just likes the big money and the new house on the beach and the life of a jet-setter. They just don't make revolutionaries like they used to. So now... They must settle for Crazy Bernie, the only one who's been true to the revolution. It's enough to make you want to vote for President Trump, right, Bill? Nothing can change Bernie. Well, except maybe he hasn't been so true after all. I mean, what's all this talk about Sweden and Denmark? Instead of saying how wonderful life was in Russia when they had all of those wonderfully long breadlines, you know, those glorious days when dissidents were disappearing without a trace and longing for the communes of the 60s, like the one he was thrown out of 
for not doing his fair share of the work. Well, he's now talking about Denmark and Sweden. When someone asks him about loving all of those communist countries, he changes the subject now. I meant Sweden and Denmark, he says. I never liked Cuba and Russia and Nicaragua and Venezuela. They're all authoritarian, and I've never liked authoritarians, he says. I always meant Sweden. I especially like blondes. I've always liked blondes. So what if there isn't much diversity in Sweden? We can be just like them. Is he betraying the entire 60s movement? Not once in the 60s did you ever hear Jerry Rubin or Mario Savio ever say they wanted a revolution so that America could be more like Denmark and Sweden. I never saw Hanoi Jane Fonda sitting on a tank in Stockholm, Sweden, praising the simple farmers working in the fields, watching cows in the Alps, protecting them from American imperialism. Jane is a strong supporter of Bernie, but other former 60s radicals are distancing themselves from him. I heard a rumor that Noam Chomsky is supporting Pete Buttigieg and Howard Zinn is turning over in his grave. Bernie Sanders? you got to be kidding. So this is how the revolution ends, with Bernie Sanders calling for a revolution to make us more like Sweden. His supporters must be wondering what happened. One minute you're wearing a Che Guevara t-shirt humming the song Guantanamera, hoping for the chance to put on a bandolero and shoot up a city, and the next thing you know, you're wearing an ABBA t-shirt singing Dancing Queen. What the heck happened? And it's over. For the first time since the 60s, people are actually looking at socialism and Marxism, even Democrats, and they're being critical. They're saying the math just doesn't add up. Do you think the left is having a change of heart? Do you think they realize that killing over 100 million people for the sake of a brutal and failed ideology is wrong? Are they admitting that socialism and Marxism is cruel and kills the human soul? Do they finally see that people living under regimes that embrace it live terrible lives while their leaders get richer and richer and become even more vicious to protect their power? Not likely. Let's face it. People on the left just like revolution. It's exciting and romantic. It's just that a Bernie Sanders revolution is the wrong revolution at the wrong time. It's not romantic, it's laughable. No matter how you cut it, he isn't Che or Fidel or even Vladimir either. He's a ranting lunatic who fails math every time he opens his mouth. And he has the warmth of a toad. And nothing is worse than a revolutionary leader who is funny. And Bernie is funny. Democrats are mad at him because a lot of them like socialism and many like Marxism, but they don't believe that he can get it done. They would have preferred eight years of Hillary Clinton to help ease into it so that people wouldn't even notice. Mainstream Democrats are afraid that Bernie will kill their socialist Marxist dreams for a generation, maybe more. They know that most Americans are not on board with this horrible ideology, but they also believe that many young people have been successfully brainwashed by their teachers and professors. And there are more to come because our education system is working full-time to subvert our children because they're easy marks. 
Democrats have been slowly trying to mainstream socialism for years, but they understand that right now Americans are not ready to give up their freedom for supposedly free stuff. They're upset because people might focus on the differences between socialism and Marxism and capitalism, and they might figure out just how bad these failed ideologies are and how capitalism works for anyone who wants opportunity and is willing to work. The government has spent over $60 trillion since the 60s trying to eradicate poverty. But after 60 years and all that money, it's still here, and it's dropped only a little bit after all that money and effort. The socialist Marxists would ruin the lives of 90% of the population to solve the problems of the 10% that struggle to make it in a capitalistic economy. I don't think that makes much sense, and even ignorant young people should be able to figure that one out without having a revolution. So nothing could be better than to have Bernie Sanders as the face on those t-shirts, because he doesn't explain socialism very well at all. He always leaves out things like, first of all, Sweden and Denmark are not socialist states, and that true socialist states kill people to keep the people in line, because when people live under socialism, they see what it's really like, and they hate it. So they rebel, and the leaders lock them up in prisons, or they kill them. Socialism doesn't raise the human spirit. It kills it. But Bernie doesn't talk about the failures of socialism. He wants us to believe that there's something real about what he calls democratic socialism. But that's a fantasy invented by people like Bernie to hide the true nature of this terrible ideology. There's no such thing as democratic socialism, and Bernie Sanders knows it. Now, maybe enough people will really study and learn the real lessons of socialism and Marxism before they're forced to live them. Because the only way to get people to love socialism is to use force to make them like it. I hope this whole crazy Bernie thing will educate people and make them appreciate capitalism. That's what should happen. But it seems our education system has created a bunch of ignorant robots who are unable to think for themselves. We can only hope that these children will come to their senses. But don't hold out too much hope, because there will always be people who see socialism and Marxism as a way to gain power. And to some people, that's all that's important. And there'll always be people who will follow, because there's something so romantic about revolution. So in the future, this crazy ideology will emerge again and again. Now, some people just refuse to study history. And even when they do, they're not capable of understanding the lessons it teaches us. But hopefully, these future movements will be led by some loud, ranting, raving, incoherent lunatic, and people might remember Bernie and dismiss them. At least I hope that's what happens. We couldn't ask for a better face of modern socialism than crazy Bernie. He scares people, and he should. It seems like the only people who pay attention to this old fool are ignorant children and old former hippies who have never given up on revolution. But while he may seem harmless and incapable of winning, don't be fooled into not taking him seriously. People like Crazy Bernie will always be around. And if we don't do a better job of educating our kids, and there are no signs that we're ready to do that,
there could be people who follow him. And someday, who knows? We could throw away the greatest country in the history of the world and turn it over to a crazy Marxist socialist dictator. I hope that doesn't happen, ever. <laughs>